Hello and welcome back to Decondition This, a podcast where we explore the practical tools of living the life of less resistance and challenge the cultural status quo through a lens of human design. My name is Mariana and I'm your host. All right, so today I am so super excited to have two beautiful ladies join me, Taisha and Sam, aka Samantha. (laughs) And um, we are going to talk about success. And why are we going to talk about success with this group of people is because we are actually all different um, human design types. So Sam is a projector, Taisha is a generator, and I'm a manifester. And we have, therefore, different energy, different ways that energy moves around and how we relate to um, work and other things. And also um, how we relate specifically to success. So I, um, I'm very excited for this conversation. It's been long overdue and, and, and long planned, and I couldn't have even imagined to have this wonderful group here so thank you thank you both and welcome um how about we do a little round of intros so sam do you want to start uh sure yeah uh first of all thank you for having me here i'm super excited to be here um as a projector i have very much started to lean in to accepting invitations and paying attention to them and so when you had put that invite out there, I went, yes, absolutely, I'm going to jump on this. Um, I have been learning about human design for not a very long time, but the moment that I opened it up and started reading about what a splenic projector was, I just went, oh my gosh, I, they're talking about me. They're telling me things about myself that no one has ever spoken before, and they're so true, and I thought that I was like one of a kind and unique in this and it turns out there's a whole theory behind it but you are (laughs) Uh, yes I am also unique um but just to to feel so seen and so understood at something that is such an intimate level like how you make a choice it was just it was incredible um so as as all of that kind of relates to success and to career paths specifically um I am the VP of business development for a small tech startup. Um, I have also owned my own art gallery and photography company and clothing store, and I have managed multi-million dollar companies, and I have managed very small companies, and I've had consulting companies. So uh, when it comes to that business world, my definition of success uh, is very broad because I think success, well, we'll get into that as (laughs) as the discussion develops. Um, But yeah, so I guess that's some of my background. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, that's, uh, thank you for being here. And Taisha, I, I've known you for a little bit and I kind of remotely observed your transformation into like a full-blown artist. So (laughs) tell us a little bit about where you're coming from and uh, what you do now and how you define yourself uh, professionally. Yeah, so my name is Taisha, and I am an influential artist. I started out in banking in college, and like from there, I wanted to be a fashion stylist. So I've always been so like self-discovery, an explorer of who I am, 
And so started in banking, I went into fashion design um, and merchandising. And then from there, um, it was leadership and now an artist. So I also owned an event planning company um, for the past two years. Um, I've been an artist for a whole year now. And, and I am like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing. This is my vehicle that I want to use um, to inspire the world. I've always been about inspiring others. I love helping others. Um, and that's what I'm all about is inspiring, exploring who I am. And by doing that, being a leader, so that way other people can step into their life. That is so beautiful and your art is amazing and um yeah and i was also very excited to see so we did um i think it was what like two or three weeks ago that uh taisha got her like little like snapshot of uh, of her <laughs> design and i was wondering what was your kind of thought about you know learning that you're an emotional generator and kind of did, did you see that like did you resonate with it like uh, with your like career path and kind of how you're operate or did you have any other reactions like kind of what was your you know take on that so um yes you're exactly right we did do it two to three weeks i haven't actually dove deeper into it but when you read it off and when i um all my design I was like oh my gosh this is totally like me um, I am an emotional being I'm very intuitive and so when I read it I was like I even told my best friend I was like this is me like it's it's totally verbatim even though I've been taking that self-discovery it was kind of like a confirmation that um, I am on the right track mm -hmm. as far as discovering myself and so it was, yeah, it was true alignment when you read the, the reading to me. Awesome. Yeah, I think it's very interesting because, um, so I, it's interesting that neither of us ha have, has had like a very straightforward, so to say, career path, because uh, I also bounced around a bunch. Um, I'm from Russia originally and I started well, I started in consulting and then I was a fashion editor for quite some time. And then I kind of migrated into just copywriting and web content strategies and things like that. And I worked in e-commerce and then I co-founded a fashion tech startup running product and things like that. And now I work as a project manager, but I also consult with, I'm like a crazy obsessed foodie. So I consult with like innovative food, um, like a food innovation hub as like a strategic project manager and marketing and stuff like that. Um, so yeah. And, and, um, to me that, so one of the parts of the knowledge that was kind of like a, a crazy light bulb moment for me, like the, the knowledge about human design was when we talk about those, um, you know, like signatures, right? Like what is your signature as a generator, projector, reflector, manifester? And um, it was actually a kind of a revelation to me because I learned that for me, for example, for manifester signature is peace. Um, and that is something that we need to kind of orient ourselves, right? That's how anyone uh, knowing that anyone can check in with themselves and, and understand if they're moving in the right direction in their 
careers, you know, specifically if we're talking about careers. And so um, for you, Taisha, then as a generator, for you, the signature would be um, satisfaction. So, and then for Samantha, the, the, as a projector, her signature actually is success. So I wanted us to talk a little bit about that. And, um, you know, maybe start with like, how do we, how do you personally define success and how have you ever felt, you know, do, have you felt like it was an important aspect of a career that you want to, you know, kind of aim for, or has that not even been important to you? So, um, Tim, what about you? You're muted. Oh, am I still muted? Oh, am no, I okay you're now? Not, no, okay. You're, you're good. <laughs> um, when I started to think about success and what success means to me, it helped me to realize that I don't have a static definition. I have a very dynamic definition. And um, I actually, I was talking to a friend. She was one of the people who introduced me to human design in the first place. And she was talking about a struggle that she had just recently gone through. And I heard her and I went, you know, what it sounds to me like you got out of this was X, Y, and Z. And she goes, you have an ability to find success from the toughest situations. It is a gift you have and I don't know how you do it. And that just kind of came to mind because I went, you know, I think I have definitions of success when things feel good, when I accomplish a goal, when I put a smile on someone else's face, mm -hmm. when someone walks away from me fulfilled after a conversation, when I see someone achieve and kind of grow into themselves the way that I know they can. But I also define success by what's going on around me and where can I find those little pieces to kind of hang on to. And then the reverse of that is to reflect that to the people out there mm -hmm. because people feel so unsuccessful when you don't see all of your accolades right in front of you. And so how can I kind of point out to you what you're doing is a huge success. And I think that actually comes back to the, the projector in me that is constantly like aware of what's going on with the people that I'm dealing with and talking to and seeing their potential and reminding them of how much they have accomplished and what success can look like for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, um, that's very beautiful that you connect. And, and, and have you, have you felt like, um, you know, one thing that I experienced, and this is kind of what uh, started this, this like line of thinking and conversation for me personally was the fact that I felt, especially when I was um, working on that company that I co-founded with a couple other people, that there was like this very set expectation culturally um, of what it is. It's like money or it's, uh, you know, that like hustle and you have to like know people and you like in the, in the entrepreneurial world, it's like the, all conversations revolve around like how much money have you raised? Like, have you pitched Sequoia? Have you pitched like, like, so there's all these, I felt like it was like a very boxed experience of like what different, and maybe it's different across, you know, corporate world and then like startup world and other places. But I felt like there was a, this very like fixed box definition of what success is. Um, and for me, it took quite a lot of thinking and kind of self becoming to be able to separate who I am and what I need from that, right? From what 
I'm told. So I don't know if either of you have like a similar experience or maybe a completely different experience. Oh my gosh, so much same. <laughs> um, it is my north node to find balance between the material and spiritual world. Mm -hmm. And so um, actually I'm super interested to hear what Taisha says because in this generator kind of world that we live in, I can't keep up <laughs> mm -hmm. at all. I just don't have the energy to do it. And I used to have a lot of shame around that. And now I feel like I can just accept that in myself, but I can't keep going and hustling for the dollars. I also have a life experience that has taught me that going for that is not the right thing for me. I was 23 and married and had a house and a dog and a great job and a retirement account and, 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 and had all the things. And then my husband wanted a bigger TV and that was like my breaking point. And I was like, no, I can't live like this. So it, um, life has taught me over and over again that that is not the thing for me, but goodness, it is so challenging because it's so tempting. That material world is beautiful. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Tasha, what do you think? And how do you relate to success versus satisfaction, which was, you know, your beacon, supposedly, as a generator. <laughs> yeah, so um, as far as, like, success go, I'm all about building relationships. So I've always noticed whoever I, because I love inspiring others, so I, I do a lot of work to where I'm connecting with different organizations. Um, and then from there, I'm connecting with other individuals. So when I see that, that I'm connecting with Million Dollar Teachers Project or Social Spin um, Laundromat or Tempe Center for the Arts, that to me, that feeling of I'm making greater impact when I connect with these other individuals, which leads to their clients and their members and so forth. So it's more of a connection. I'm not a structural or analytical person. It takes a lot of energy. I'm all about connecting. I'm social, so I love interacting with other individuals. From there, um, I see a lot of, um, because I'm into like Instagram. So if my Instagram says it's like a thousand people and I only have 200 people, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, huh, well, I'm not connecting. How can I create a plan to where I can connect with so many people? So. My thing is just relationships. That's how I define success, is how many people am I inspiring by being my true authentic self? And then from there, um, you never know what your, um, I guess your legacy is because that, you know, that trickles down to all the other individuals making impact in their own lives and so forth. Um, but yeah, that that is pretty much my, um, definition of success is how many individuals I'm impacting by being my authentic self. Um, I get comments all the time about how inspiring I am, how um, vulnerable I am, that's helping them be the person that they are. And so hearing that feedback as well, um, it's very helpful because sometimes it's very hard to be vulnerable and like telling your story. Yeah. sharing it, that you're depressed, that you're this, that you went through the trials and tribulations to be where you are today. So um, being, 
like just knowing, acknowledge, I guess, um, that you are doing something for the good for the community. I think that that's truly, mm -hmm. truly um, heartfelt. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. And also, um, side note is that Taisha has a defined G center, and she because I think that through your journey, you kind of found that you know how like I I was thinking about that how for generators they do have that in, immense source of constant energy, but in order for that to function correctly, they need to be aligned with what they do and need to really enjoy what they're doing and i think that through your kind of evolution you you found this something and then also because of your defined g you can share that like you're saying like you i'm sharing who i am and through that you're able to impact and inspire and um you know make such big of a you know splash and kind of except everyone. I'm wondering what, um, what you're thinking was when you did learn about um, your signature being satisfaction versus success or something else like that. How, how do you relate to the, the idea of like satisfaction being the goalpost in, from the, you know, according to human design? That is a tough question because satisfaction, I'm always striving to be the better version of myself. Um, so I, I'm not sure, I haven't thought while you were talking about satisfaction um, and success and things like that. Um, I was trying to think, do I actually am, you know, thinking on the terms, okay, I'm satisfied with that. Let me go ahead and move to the next one or because sometimes it's, it's hard for me. Like it takes days and weeks. Like I'm on this painting right behind me and it's not finished yet. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, I guess in a way when it comes to my artwork, when it is more satisfaction, but I haven't made the connection yet. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's, yeah. That's definitely a journey. It is. I, um, yeah, I think, I think like for me, so uh, for, for manifestors, the signature is peace. And I think that's one of the things that I've been really kind of just intuitively connected with. But then of course we do live in a, well, I, I think, I always think that we live in this like convoluted world that like is like this Frankenstein of like the generator and the manifestor expectations. They're like saying that, oh, come up with what you want to do and then go and hustle and make it happen. Like, at least that's the narrative that I've heard my whole life. And I can certainly come up with what to do. I have more business ideas and just ideas about everything. That's like one of my channels in my head that like I know what to do with, which was like very good for me to understand that these are not all for me to do. They're like also to be shared with other people so they can do some of them. So that, that was a big relief. But I, I think that, um, I remember I was at one of the, um, like a training slash like therapeutical, psychological, like training groups, uh, when long time ago, gosh, like almost 10 years ago. And, um, they wanted us to define what we want, like what we want out of life. And everyone's like, well, I want a Cartier watch. Well, I want a 
a big house. Well, I want a family, um, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I want balance. Like I want peace. I want just like literally, and I couldn't, I couldn't really define it. Um, but they're like, well, but no, but you gotta like put something on your vision board. Like you have to like have basically things or something that's like visualizable. And I also, um, I, I'm very like individual and collective circuit circuitry in my human design. So I don't, I really like, unfortunately I do have a family. I have a toddler. I, I love my family, but I also kind of like, I'm very like self-oriented. I also have a gate 10, which is like all about the love of the self and stuff like that. Um, so I never like wanted, I never dreamed about family or relationship. I always was in a relationship, but, um, but I think that, um, and, and, and then of course, like throughout like life and stuff like that, when you are always in this, um, world that talks about, you know, things and like those definitions of success, it was very, um, pretty hard to kind of stay, like stand my ground in terms of, um, not, kind of not buying into that but at the same time i did try the opposite like i tried to be complete like minimalist and and be like super low maintenance and say that hey well i don't need any things at all i'm not gonna buy i'm gonna wear the same like five items of clothing i'm not gonna uh you know buy any furniture or whatever and i realized that that also wasn't correct because like there are some things that are important but they aren't for the sake of like obtaining them. They're for the sake that they bring different energy into the space or they make like one feel differently, at least, at least for me. So um, yeah, that, that stuff with the TV, I kind of, I giggled because we do have that conversation. It's like, I wanna have a car and I just wanna pay it off and I just wanna drive it until it falls apart. And um, we do have that conversation with my manifesting generator husband who it's like, no, we, we need a, you know, a different car now. I'm like, no, I just gotten used to driving this one. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, one thing that uh, Samantha and I talked very briefly uh, yesterday and one amazing thing that she said was how um, it is important and also how hard it is to uh do things that are actually like relaxing versus distracting to to recharge and and kind of reorient yourself so i know it's not necessarily on the topic of success but that just kind of it just hit a note with me so i wanted to talk a little bit about maybe how how do you recalibrate like how do you you know recharge and kind of center yourself and um you know any experiences on that so maybe say so maybe you could uh elaborate a little bit once again on um on that catch yeah. catchy phrase of yours <laughs> that's true <struck. laughs> um that was so wonderful because i don't really know where that all came from yesterday but um yeah. it was just one of those things that comes through us uh, as a projector i need to rest i need to take time for myself and when i do actually take that time during the day 
it's amazing how much more successful I am after that. Mm -hmm. So I think it's very much tied in with success and also resiliency, but I'll, I'll get to that after. Um, so one of the things that I noticed for myself is that when I do start to hit that point where I am just drained, I need to take some time for myself, I can sit down on the couch and start scrolling through Instagram. And then technically I am giving my body some rest but I'm not actually nourishing myself. I'm not replenishing any energy. I'm just kind of plateauing and hitting that pause button. But if I actually take time to sit and rest, maybe I'm having a nap, maybe I'm doing yoga, maybe I'm meditating, maybe I'm journaling, something that actually nourishes my soul and fills me back up, then I'm restored as opposed to just like a walking zombie scrolling Instagram. <laughs> And nothing against Instagram. I really like Instagram, but uh, to be used appropriately as opposed to just trying to distract from the rest of the world. And what I think, where I think that kind of plugs into resiliency and success is if I allow myself to take some of those moments to recharge, then I can come back up. So if I have stumbled, if I've been making some decisions that are not in alignment with me, if I just tried something and it didn't work out, or if I received a lot of rejections, or if I've been waiting around for a lot of invitations and I just couldn't help myself because that happens all the time, <laughs> um, let myself just take some rest and some actual rest, not that distracting rest, some actual rest, mm -hmm. and then I can bounce back. And it's amazing, even the reflection that happens in that time because the success that I have after it is astronomical. I'm able to do the things that I said I was gonna do. I'm able to trust myself that I'm now gonna do all the things that I promised myself I will do because I took that rest and actually got some clarity and, and get to move forward with it. So I think that is true whether it's professionally or in a romantic relationship or just in my relationship with myself. I think that that comes true every time. Mm -hmm. And how do you, so obviously it's, it takes kind of a lot of like, uh, I want to say focus and like maybe partially even like mental effort because obviously all those apps and things that uh, are largely distracting or just like binging Netflix, like all those things are designed. I mean, they literal, literal metrics are to keep our attention for as long as possible. Like they, that's how they calculate success, which is just mind blowing to me. Uh, but I'll rant about it some other time. <laughs> um, <laughs> But um, how do you, you know, force, well, force yourself, and I don't know if it's the right word, but like, how do you talk yourself into not doing that and are able to detach from it? And maybe like, maybe now you have more practice, but like, how, how did you figure that out? And, and like kind of gotten into a habit of actually resting versus being distracted? That's a very good question. And <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of things out there that are telling us that, like even on your phone, right? It'll tell you how much time you've been spending on Instagram and, and those kinds of things. But, but that's not where my realization came from. So I think the world is trying to kind of guide us a little bit into that place where we're just more aware of how we're spending our time. I read a book and I'm trying really hard to remember the name of it. I want to say it's the seven habits of highly effective people, mm -hmm. which is like such an old school personal development book, but I believe that's the one where it came from. And it talked about um, this grid of four different types of activities. Mm -hmm. And so there's the activities that actually produce 
something and I'm just sitting here like trying to imagine the square in my mind because it was about things that are producing something and things that were urgent. So that was kind of mm-hmm. the grid. And a non-urgent, non-productive event would be scrolling through Instagram. Right. And a non-urgent, or an urgent, non-productive event would be something that's just trying to grab your attention. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. can I look at, at all of these four squares and go, okay, hang on. I want to deal with non-urgent things. I want to be able to be forward thinking. I want to be doing self-care. I want to be laying the groundwork to get me to my goals. And I want to be productive in how I do that. So if I'm spending my time doing all this unproductive stuff, then I'm really distracting myself. But it took a lot of discussion around that, but it was basically that chapter in that book that Mm -hmm. got me to realize that I was literally wasting my life if I'm not actually doing productive things. And um, unfortunately, I, on the Enneagram, which I know this is not about Enneagram, I am a three and I love accomplishing things and I love producing things and I get a lot of like self-worth from that. And so I need to be more productive for myself, but not everybody needs to focus on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's, uh, I, I know that many people do, like at least maybe because I got more into all that stuff too, but I feel like there is definitely this kind of urge and strive and more focus on like self-discovery and just mindfulness and well-being, like a more holistic well-being versus um, just this kind of like productivity. And like you said, it often does feel like I have to schedule time literally schedule time into my calendar to get off my computer because there's something about the computer that like once you're on it there's so much shit at your fingertips so you just like and i'm like oh i can go learn something new and then i can like go uh you know read about human design or i can do this and that's and i ended up just staying stand, and between zoom meetings and everything you just stare at the screen all day so I literally had to like schedule time into my calendar to like, go, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to do yoga for 30 minutes. And I'm going to read a book for 30 minutes. I'm like, I'm doing that. <laughs> and then you have to, um, cause otherwise it, um, it really, it, but I do feel like it, it definitely is, you know, um, and hopefully it will continue to be a, a trend where people need to be more, they're trying to be more aware and mindful about their time. Taisha, talking about Instagram, like I know that you really do have this like impact, the very impactful way and and really authentic way of actually like bringing value and, and, you know, creating content that is, you know, uplifting and impactful. So how do you balance that with like, you know, uh, versus like, you know, that sort of any mindful consumption, if you even do anything, I mean, you're like a super woke person. So I, um, maybe you don't, but um, how do you, how do you do that? How do you separate, you know, valuable activities, whatever they may be versus distractions? Yeah. So when I first started um, my artistic journey, I was always trying to research like different individuals or what 
online. So that's a huge distraction. So if I'm on Instagram, um, I try to limit it. It's only posting and I will only be on it for like 30 minutes and I have to time myself. So I'm doing this, it's called the EOS um, implementer and I set a schedule for the whole week. Hmm. And it tells, uh, I do 80% of that, what's on my list to do, then I accomplish something. So if I stay online, I know that I'm going to be online liking people, encouraging people. Um, and so I have to set a time um, for me to just be online for an hour to post and all of that. And even that takes a couple of hours just to create the content because I'm editing and then from editing, um, I'm, you know, posting and then I'm commenting after other people comment. And so I just want to build that relationship. And then I'm like, okay, I have to paint because if I don't do that, I'm not going to paint today. And um, just staying grounded, it, it takes the meditation in the morning and the, the list of things that I'm going to do, my, my schedule, um, and sticking to that. I have to be disciplined. I'm not structural, so it, it takes a lot of energy, but that's what I have to do. I have to say, Taisha, you're only going to spend two hours online and that's it. Um, and so, yeah, it, it really takes a lot of discipline and knowing what I'm doing for that day, what's coming up. Um, in order to stay focused and mm -hmm. not get lost in, you know, commenting and exploring the internet and Instagram. Got it. That's super, yeah, that's, uh, that's a great, that's a great advice, I think. Thank you. And I'm thinking, um, so it does look like, you know, both of you have this very, can I say like evolved understanding of what makes success and what, you know, how do you connect with that? How do you get satisfaction from the work that you do? Um, how do you, what, do you have any thoughts on like, let's imagine someone doesn't, you know, someone is kind of caught a little bit into the trap of, you know, hunting for things and wanting the next, um, you know, shiny ring and uh, big TV. And what can a person do from, you know, your opinion, um, from your experience to maybe take a step back and reassess that and maybe ground more into, you know, what it really means to be successful, maybe in this more broad and more impactful way. Okay, my first instinct was to say you should divorce them um, <laughs> because that's what I did, but that's not a very appropriate answer. Um, in my experience, you can't make people learn that and you can't make them change. They're on their journey and they need to figure it out. What you can do is what Taisha's doing, which is by living your truth and living it and showing people that it's possible. So, well, I don't mean to put words in your mouth. I just think that the way that you're doing it is so, I think it's the right way. So as far as like breaking uh, apart, I think I was so big back in the day of, I guess,
guess comparing myself to other individuals who had that similar, like what success is, because society itself, say, if you have the car, if you have this, you have the family, that's successful. So I had to break out of that and strip that and say, what is success for me within a month? And then I go a year, three years, like setting that goal and then accomplishing it and saying, okay, that is my success. That is what I am going to determine my success on because I'm not going to be the next, I'm, I mean, I'm going to be the next Taisha, you know, like if I compare myself to Beyonce and the, the old masters and art, you know, like I'm going to be like, I'm, I'm not that, I'm not that better because we're a different style. We're, we're a different genre of, um, you know, um, business entrepreneur. And so, um, yeah, just setting that, what is success for me and then accomplishing that and celebrating it you have to celebrate i i have a hard time celebrating and taking a stop because i'm a generator i'm always thinking of new ideas and all that other stuff but being able to celebrate it mm -hmm. take a you know that time to readjust and set your next goal and so that that is pretty much my yeah my way of doing things so yeah, I love the I love the um, idea to sort of measure it not in just this broad sense and like uh, you know this obviously again social media contributes to it quite a bit but like not just like this picture of like this is what the perfect life looks like and I won't have it until I accumulate like all this stuff that's in this picture but measuring it you know, even like on a daily basis, like what good, and Sam, you also talked about that, how you encourage that in people. And I think those people are very lucky to, you know, to have you as their guide and, and, you know, maybe boss or a colleague, but what, one other thing that I'm thinking, and that, that also comes to encouragement because of course it's, it's beautiful if we can encourage and uplift others and celebrate their small successes on whatever daily weekly monthly but also um i'm thinking about how much just shit we have like coming our way like i always think of like the information flow is input versus output and i think that the society at large and all our you know media landscape and everything is built so heavily on us consuming information so it's like someone's always like blabbering in our ear or you know talking into our face from this from the screens and it's very easy in that sense to kind of think of it as like okay this like take it in basically you know we're we're all we're all susceptible to conditioning, if not in centers. And like, there's, there's so many, you know, uh, whether you believe in human design or not, but we just all are susceptible to, to conditioning. And I think uh, one of the things that might help to kind of contradict that is to think about, like, from your own perspective, like, who, uh, who am I? Like, and detaching, and that, that goes to what you're, you're saying, 
Sam as well to like what detaching from that and going like going into nature. And I know that Taisha always posts fantastic videos from like walking somewhere in the forest and like a magical forest immediately. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, just like going somewhere where it's really you. And I think that many people struggle with that because you know, if you live your whole life, you know, with with your TV on or, you know, with the, this thing in your hand, then it's very hard to be like, it's like, you know, they're teaching children, well, not teaching, but best parenting advice is like, let your children be bored, let them be alone. Like, you don't have to, you don't have to have this constant input. And, and, and to me, I found that that being like one of the most critical uh, parts is to meditate um, and to uh, just go on a on a walk alone when you don't even necessarily listen to music or podcasts, which is also another thing. It's like um, you know, most people like listen to audiobooks or podcasts when you drive, and then like we have that music playing in our ear when we work, and then it's like always something blabbering in our ear. But just the ability to like be silent and alone and with your own thoughts and then actually tune into what like how that actually feels in your body like does this stuff that you're getting like obviously there can be a, you know a rush or maybe you bought like a super cool dress and then that makes you feel fantastic and you want to wear it all the time and you feel like a bomb and like everything's great and that's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with things, but if those things are really what you need, like as, as you, as a person, as like, what, like, how does that enrich your life versus just like clutter it? Right. So I think that, um, like to me that, that, that has been very important. And I constantly have to, I think that that applies to everyone who lives with someone or interacts with someone on a regular basis, but you know, I live with husband and, and a toddler and then of course toddler always gets gifts. So, and we're very, we're pretty minimal by like today's standards. So he doesn't have a whole lot of toys, doesn't have a lot of crap, but there's still like, there's all that stuff that's like flowing in the house from different directions. And then all the wants that people have. Um, so it's, that's my personal kind of like work and, and challenge that I'm giving myself to separate and even reassess, like I'm looking at my closet, like I try to go and clean it out regularly, um, but also balance it now with the, because like I said, like I was on this like super minimalistic kick when I literally was like, I'll have these, well, at that time, the, the, the startup that I built was about like building outfits from 40 items of clothing. So that kind of was like in tune with that. But now I'm trying to balance it with like, oh, I'm going to, I'm only going to bring things in that do enrich me and do make me feel fantastic. Or like, I, I want, I want to interact with them all the time and not just for this one time. Um, but then kind of forcing myself to get the clutter out and like forcing myself to really, I, ideally I want, it's like very Mary Kondo, which I don't necessarily, I, I haven't even read or watched it, but I know the gist, but it's kind of like, if you do bring things into your life to make sure that they are like valuable and they contribute to it and not just clutter it. Yeah. 
Well, um, I just love talking to you. <laughs> Do you have any other um, thoughts or ideas about success or careers or anything related to that that we haven't touched on yet? Yeah, I think when you stated something about knowing your deeper self and going in, that's when I get my most, like, I feel connected to God, you know? And so when I was depressed, I didn't do that. I wasn't connected to my true self. I didn't sit and then meditate. Um, I learned about meditation about five years ago. And from that point on, reading all the books, um and connecting with myself that's when all the ideas started coming to me mm -hmm. and so um that's when i started my self-discovery journey so i truly think that when you're sitting alone that's when your true self comes out that's when mm -hmm. and through ideas through emotions and like sam said you know write it through journaling and all of that stuff because those are the thoughts like you're not you're not listening to music, which is a little bit, I mean, I get inspiration from music, but I also have to, <laughs> you know, like inspiration, you're dancing, it's a different type of flow, but when you're sitting or when you're still, like I paint differently. I'm tuned out. I don't even remember what I painted. And like through music, I'm remembering every single thing. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm like moving the brush with the music. So it's a different type of flow. And so I, I truly think staying in within yourself, meditating, that's very important. Um, I highly recommend for those that don't do it um, to sit with themselves for at least 15 minutes a day and then write, you know, write through your journal um, what you're thinking um, because that's that's probably your next answer to a question that you've had for quite some time. Mm -hmm. Completely agree. As you were telling your story, I was taking some notes over here because I'm like, I would like to share a similar story. Um, and that inspiration just came from you. So um, many years ago, I was at my most unsuccessful point. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that came from, um, not to blame, but my partner at the time was in severe depression and, and I was taking all of that on, but I wasn't asking myself anything of what I needed or what I wanted. I was 100% giving myself and I can't help but think having an open G center had something to do with that. But, um, but I was completely lost and I didn't know what I wanted and even though I would do yoga nidra or something like that, um, I was not really taking the time to understand and, and connect with that real deep self. I was instead in like savior mode or Jesus mode and I was saving someone else's life. That's how I felt at the time anyways. Um, and you can't do that. Somebody else has to do that for themselves. You can't do that for them. Uh, but I went and I saw a spiritual therapist amazing opportunity to get to go and speak with him. We still work together. And when we sat down, he said, what's your goal for this session, for these conversations we were going to have? And I said, I want to know what I want. I was so lost and so far down a path of someone else that I couldn't tell you what I wanted at all. Oh, thank you for the snaps. Let's put them in. It was, I look back 
I like I hurt for her for that version of me who really just did not know and I think that's um that's one of those moments where I go yeah there was no success in my life at that moment there wasn't even room for it and um the one lesson that he started me off with he gave me like a list of eight things and well and that was years ago so it's still working uh-huh. um, but the very first thing that he told me to do was to realize that um, we're all energy and everything with life in it is energy so that could be a tree or a plant or a person or go with me on this and he said all of those beings all of that energy loves you it all loves you and so I left that therapy session and I can feel it right now too actually it was so uplifting and it was so empowering and I'm in the car and I'm driving and there's all these trees passing me as I'm driving and I was like they love me like I can have this love from everywhere and all of a sudden I was just overwhelmed with this idea that I am loved and I am important and what I want matters and the success that comes from realizing that you have worth and that you are loved is huge and so if you're in a relationship, if you're not in a relationship, regardless of, of that status, you are loved. And if you can kind of hold some of those feelings, the success that comes out of that is 100% up to you. It's in your control completely. And it, I don't know, I sit here with success and I, I think that's really at, at the heart of it is those moments that you can feel that for yourself. Oh, that's just so beautiful. Beautiful. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for sharing. This is is so beautiful. Yeah. Um, I hope we can all find that. (laughs) I'll try it next time you're in the car. (laughs) Or walking. Trees that love you. I mean, I am going to, I'm going to try that. Well, I can't think of a better note to wrap this up and i definitely hope that we'll continue this off the record at you know soon as well and um you know stay in touch too but thank you both so much for joining and uh i mean you're both so incredible and so you know wholesome and aligned and i'm really lucky to know you so thank you thank you so much yeah this has been an honor and and wonderful to to spend this time with you both Well, there you have it. A quick or maybe not so quick reminder that there's no right or wrong way to define your life. And even a hunt for success can be transformed into a search for connection and meaning and profound impact and empowerment instead of just hunting for things or prestige or money or any other thing that might feel in less of an alignment than what is truly authentic to you, to you as an individual. And this is why it's so important to take that time to tune in and to shadow those layers of things that 
might be someone else's definitions of life goals and just plain straight up not yours um, and a good place to start in reorienting yourself or at least checking your compass is to check your um, main theme and your goal uh, for your human design type as a reminder for projectors it is actually success but like samantha showed us today that can be redefined and redefined again and it is perfectly fine and even better to find your own definition of success for generators it's satisfaction whatever it may be um, it doesn't the recognition therefore is less important the money all that stuff will naturally flow if you give in to your power but really being present with what you do and finding that thing at each moment because it might change it might change moment to moment more so for manifesting generators um, and for generators as well it might change but finding every moment the thing that you can really immerse yourself in that will really suck you in in a good way and give you that satisfaction is how you magnetize other things to you for manifestors who ultimately just want to be left alone to their own devices it is peace so again hunting success and trying to find it and to um, achieve all those goalposts of traditional definitions of success like prestige and money and recognition and stuff like that might not be right maybe you do feel more at peace by just being out in nature and going camping and that's the that's the outcome you want <laughs> and then for reflectors their goalpost is absolutely fascinating because it's surprise looking for that surprise and of course it's pleasant version is what again it doesn't have to be money or power or anything like that it's that life in anticipation and in the presence of wonder so just thinking about that that is just so dang beautiful that each of us can let go of the aspirations that society is placing on us of what we have to want and to do that all we need is tune into ourselves and it does require mental and emotional discipline and it does require commitment but the outcome is so broad and so vast and so fascinating that it's worth at least a shot thanks so much for tuning in i'm glad you're here as always shoot me a note at decondition this decondition.this at gmail.com if you have any questions you want me to cover in the next podcasts next week we will talk about living with the open uh, root and sacral which is the case for uh, open sacral is the case for all non-energy types so basically everyone except for generators and then open root is also 
a pretty typical combination, uh, but this is what I have, so I'll share my experience. And we have some really exciting interviews coming up. So please subscribe, share with a friend who is curious about human, human design or personal development. And I'll talk to you soon.